0: It's been a rough week for the United States women's national team and fans of the United States women's national team. You already know this, but they crashed out against Sweden in the round of 16. That's earlier than the U.S. has ever crashed out of a World Cup before, making history in not the right ways here for the United States. It's been a bad week, but there are reasons for hope. And on today's episode of the Backheeled Show, we're going to talk about some of those reasons. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backheeled Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on this episode, we're looking ahead to the 2027 World Cup for the U.S. Yes, I know that's a long way away, but does that mean we can't speculate about it? Of course not, right? We had Ariana Cascone, who does fantastic work over on Backheeled.com, put together a 2027 World Cup roster projection for the U.S., And it got me thinking more and more about how excited I am already for that tournament. Maybe I'm a glutton for punishment or maybe I'm just excited. Either way, we're going to look at some key contributors who could be back in that squad or who could make the squad in 2027, why we should be optimistic about them. And then we'll get to some of the question marks as well. So all that and more in just 10 minutes or less. Let's get to it and talk soccer. All right, folks, so right off the top, I want to encourage everyone to go check out backheel.com and read Ariana's article. It's really, really good. Good deep dives on each individual player, a look at a well-balanced squad, and, and again, I think you'll just experience some actual joy when you see how much talent is in this squad, especially in the attack, that really could be leveraged by a quality manager into a super, super dangerous team. Now, in that squad, there are a few names that would have been in my squad as well if I'd gone through this same exercise that I'm really excited to see back in this team and optimistic about heading into this next tournament cycle that includes the Paris Olympics in 2024 and the World Cup in 2027 that could be on U.S. soil. The first that Ariana wrote about and that I want to highlight here as well is Katarina Macario. New signing for Chelsea over in England. She suffered an ACL tear in 2022 and did not make it back for this World Cup, but she is a game changer for the United States. I'm so looking forward to seeing her back in red, white, and blue. Her ability to play, number one, so many different positions, and number two, do so many different things on the ball makes her unique in this player pool. There's no doubt about that in my mind whatsoever. Macario can play as a number nine, and we've seen her there at times for the U.S. before, She's a false nine, essentially, in that spot. Likes to drop in, likes to connect, likes to turn on the ball and thread through balls in behind. She can play centrally, which could open up a ton of opportunities for Sophia Smith on one side, Mallory Swanson on the other, to just blaze behind the opposing back line in a way that gives the team balance that they just didn't have with Alex Morgan as the nine and Smith and and even Swanson on the other side of Rodman or Williams or Thompson, whoever it is, right? Makaru would bring balance there or... You can change the shape and play her as a 10 in a 4-2-3-1 or in a 3-4-1-2. You can play her in the half spaces as a winger tucking inside. You can play her against maybe weaker opposition as a number eight in a 4-3-3 where she's next to someone like Lindsey Horan or Rose Lavelle. If you really want to press an attacking advantage, she'll give the U.S. so much flexibility. She'll be just 27 years old in 2027 as well in her prime as this creative, fluid attacker. She's going to be so much better then than she even is now. And she's already so, so good. Go watch some Chelsea games this year. Tune into some U.S. games between now and the Olympics, and you'll see why everybody should be pumped about Macario. Another name that I want to bring up in another position of need for the United States, it's Sam Coffey as a number six. She missed out on this World Cup roster. She'll be 28 years old in 2027, but I'm a massive fan of her game. She brings something that the U.S. basically always lacked under Vlako Andonovski, which was Control and calm metronomic passing on the ball as a number six, right? Coffee plays for the Portland Thorns. She's really clean on the ball, good in tight spots, provides rhythm, can break lines with her passing as well. She kind of checks all the boxes for this possession-oriented number six. If the U.S. lean in that direction between now and the next World Cup, Coffee is the obvious player to eat up a lot of those minutes at the base of midfield. I like so much of what she brings to the table. And frankly, I'm bummed that she didn't make it for this World Cup But it's pretty clear that Vlatko never wanted her attributes as a number 6, despite giving her her national team debut. He was always looking for more of a destroyer, a disruptor. Andy Sullivan sort of fits more into that vein. I don't think Vlatko ever truly found that player. But Coffee, if the Next Coast wants to go in a different direction, brings something totally different to that spot on the field. And I love that she does that. Finally, in terms of potential key contributors for the next World Cup, I want to spotlight a couple of young players. The first is Jaden Shaw, who just signed a new contract with the San Diego Wave. She'll be just 22 years old in 2027. She's this fluid, really dynamic attacker, can play as an attacking midfielder, can play as a winger, can play as a nine as well. She's still finding her footing with San Diego, but the talent is so real. I mean, three goals in her first three NWSL games in the regular season last year. Now she's a regular starter for Casey Stoney. She looks like really the the next attacking focal point as Alex Morgan's career tapers off a little bit as she continues to age. That's Jaden Shaw and then Olivia Moultrie. I just mentioned Sam Coffey for the Portland Thorns. Moultrie's another Thorns player to watch. She'll be just 21 years old in 2027. She plays as one of the free eights that Portland use in their 4-3-3 shape, which could fit really well to the national team, again, depending on what the next manager wants to do. She's just so clean on the ball. She's smart with her decision-making. She uses her frame well to win the ball and control possession in the midfield. She's somebody that can help the U.S. control games and not just control them, but turn that control into dominance. The talent pipeline is real, at least in the attack and in the attacking midfield spots. There are real quality options just waiting in the wings for the United States. I think they're going to pay off in a big way by the time this next World Cup comes around. It's going to be a blast to watch. Now, we've talked about some exciting things, right? Some players that can come in and be in this team and really make a difference. I do want to toss out one question mark, though, before we head out of here. It's it's a pretty simple one, but a pretty important one as well. Where are the next group of defenders? Right? We know a lot of the key contributors right now for the United States. Crystal Dunn can play anywhere, and maybe she should be in midfield more often, but she's been a left back for this team. Emily Fox as well. You think about Naomi Gurma, who'll be a rock for the next decade plus at this point for the national team. Alana Cook's a little bit older, but we know some of these names, right? But who's after them? Sofia Huerta and Kelly O'Hara are the two kind of backup fullbacks that get minutes here. Emily Sonnet as well. They're probably not going to be around or called upon by this time this next World Cup comes around. So who, who are the players to fill in? You know, Sam Stav has been mentioned a lot for the Washington Spirit. I like her game as a, as a center back, can play a lot of nice balls out of the back and take set pieces really well. You know, There are options here, but there isn't the same level of talent, at least not that's broken in yet on the professional level, in the back line as there is in the midfield, at least the attacking midfield spots and the forward line. I don't have an answer to this question. I'm guessing time will sort of take care of this. I know Giselle Thompson, obviously the sister of Alyssa Thompson, she plays as a fullback and can bring some real value to teams with her ability to get up and down on that right side. But there's still a lot of unknowns here as you work your way deeper and deeper back into the USMNT player pool and down line after line from forward to midfield to defense. That's a question for me, and we'll get to see more of this team, we'll get some speculative call-ups, we'll get to see more of the pool between now and the Olympics coming up next summer, less than a year away now, and certainly between then and 2027, but just a little bit of a question mark in my mind as to who some of those players in the next group of defenders really are. So that's our mostly excitement filled with just a twist of doubt look at at the United States women's national team ahead of the 2027 World Cup. It's going to be fun. Again, I mentioned this earlier this week. A lot will ride on who the next manager actually is. That will dictate a lot of the decisions that are made between now and 2027. But the talent is so, so real. Players like Moultrie and Shaw and Sam Coffey and Kat Macario, those are all legitimate difference makers that can help take this team to another level. A level that, frankly, we just did not see during this past World Cup. Well, really still ongoing for lots of other teams less so for the United States, but there's lots to look forward to. If you enjoyed this episode, check out backheel.com and subscribe for more American soccer coverage. For now, we'll talk to you all again soon.